millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, I'm Sandy Toxvig, and this is We Will Get Past This where I welcome you into my calm room of books so I can share tales from history of various deeds. Some brave, some baffling, others downright idiotic in a bid to comfort the soul in this challenging time we find ourselves in. Some of these were recorded with specific dates in mind, but as we've all come to realise, none of that kind of thing really matters. My diary's wide open. There are no rules about when something can be enjoyed, so take a moment to relax and remember this. We'll get past this. Hello there, welcome, come on in. Now I have to start straight away by telling you there's been a complaint from my household, uh, from the dog actually. Mildred has been patiently listening to my droning on for some weeks now and has pointed out that so far there's not been one mention of dogs in history. Now that's a fair point. Uh, I have to say I'm unlikely to get to cats as they scare me, but dogs I like and I feel I should correct this oversight. So Mildred, this one is for you. As it happens, Robert Chambers, in my Book of Days, mentions dogs in the listing for April the 8th. Not that it's a cheery entry. Uh, he writes about turnspit dogs, uh, which fortunately are a thing of the past, but which seem to have been quite the kitchen accessory for generations. So a large wooden wheel was enclosed in a kind of circular box and hung from the ceiling. Attached to it was a rope, which in turn was attached to a metal rod or spit in the open fire uh, where meat was roasted. A dog, uh, usually short-legged, would be placed in the box where he would walk and walk on the spot, turning the wheel, and thus the spit of meat. This can have been no fun at all. If you think that a large joint took about three hours to cook, then the dog had his work cut out for him. Uh, John Keyes, uh, founder of the college at Cambridge, which bears his name, in 1576 became the very first English person to write about dogs. He wrote a piece called Of Englishy Doggies, in which he proved he could spell really only the word of. Anyway... He wrote about turnspit dogs, saying they were the coarsest kind of curs, but very good at their job. And clearly, they were an important part of posh cuisine. Chambers tells the story of an 18th century captain of a ship of war who docked at Bristol Harbour, where he felt that he didn't receive, you know, a proper welcome. So what did he do? One night, he sent his men ashore to steal all the turnspit dogs they could find and bring them back to the ship pandemonium ensued in the kitchens and dining rooms of the Bristol merchants and it wasn't long before a deal had been done. The dogs were released and the captain and his officers were treated to many a marvellous meal. But 
Yeah, I hear you, Mildred, I do. I, I, you're absolutely right. This is not a good story. This is a story of slave labour and hard work. We need something better, something celebrating the canine. Uh, perhaps a dog with fame and fortune, Scooby-Doo, Snoopy. Okay, a real dog. Well, we are spoiled for choice, Mildred. Take Toto the Cairn Terrier, who found fame and fortune in one of the most watched films in the Western world. Uh, in fact, a film to which I know every single word, The Wizard of Oz. It is to her, that small dog, that Dorothy laments, Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Uh, Toto was a star, lots of close-ups, own dressing room, but nevertheless, a star with a secret. This little furry fella was actually a girl called Terry. Mm -hmm. The dog was acting. Uh, born in the midst of the Great Depression, Terry was abandoned as a puppy. No, no don't cry, Mildred. Honestly, this story, it'll come out all right in the end. It'll be fine. Shh. Abandoned as a puppy, Terry was adopted by a German immigrant called Carl Spitz. See? Carl trained dogs for the movies, and he made Terry into one of the biggest doggy stars of her generation. She was in loads of movies. Uh, Terry the dog even has her own Wikipedia page, which is more than most women. Uh, Terry was no slouch on the set. She did her own stunts. Yep, that was her jumping off that witch's bicycle. Although I do like the idea of a stunt double for a terrier. There's a job in a fur coat I should have liked to have had. Anyway, not that it was all easy for Terry. No, it's not easy being in show business. During the filming of The Wizard of Oz, some wretched actor with no respect for star status stepped on Terry's foot and broke it. Mm-hmm, yep. She had to spend two weeks recuperating, which is awful. Although she did do it at Judy Garland's house, which can't have been too shabby. Terry made $125 a week on that particular movie while the actors playing the munchkins were making just 50. Mm-hmm, Terry must have been laughing. She didn't even have to sing and dance. <laughs> Sorry, what, Mildred? Who, who else? Well, Lassie, a girl dog, always played by boy dogs. Gender fluidity seems to be a regular thing in the canine acting business. The original Lassie was a rough collie named Pal. He starred with Elizabeth Taylor in Lassie Come Home, and it is said he made twice as much money as she did. I mean, be fair, he did have the title role. A Rin Tin Tin starred in nearly 30 movies. He was a German shepherd, actually found in France. I don't think you could tell he was German from his accent. Although, I have to say, Mildred, you are originally from Birmingham and that accent has never left you. Anyway, Rin Tin Tin was found by an American soldier during World War II. And he single-handedly, poorly, saved Warner Brothers Studios from going bankrupt. Of course, the dog to think about in a medical crisis is Balto, the Siberian Husky. You might have seen the cartoon about him, but it is based on a true story. So we're heading back to the 1920s and a small, isolated town in Alaska called Nome. It was a particularly cold winter and there was diphtheria in the town. An epidemic was about to sweep through the young people of the place. If they were to be saved, then doctors needed to get a serum, an antitoxin from, sounds like my name, uh, from Anchorage, which was 500 miles away. The only way through the winter blizzards was by dog sled. Teams of volunteers set themselves as a relay for the five-day journey, through whiteouts where neither man nor dog could see in front of them. All the teams made it possible for the medicine to be transported 600 miles over rough ice, across treacherous waters, and through Arctic blizzards. It was the young Siberian husky Bolto and his musher driver, a Norwegian man called Gunnar Kassen, who took the responsibility for the last stretch of the life-saving scramble. News reporters and filmmakers loved this story. A statue was raised to Balto in New York Central Park. 
Balto went off on the vaudeville circuit, selling tickets for his heroism. It's a good story, except part of it is just a story. Because two years later, Balto was discovered being poorly treated and in a terrible state and had to be rescued. And the dog, which actually completed the longest and most hazardous stretch of the original run, was called Togo. No one remembered him or gave him a statue. But, well, that's fame for you, Mildred. There may not be dogs pulling sleds at the moment, but there are plenty doing their bit for our mental health. Uh, Sigmund Freud, who knew a thing or two about psychological well-being, he loved dogs. He had a child called Joffy, who he believed could help him understand his patients. He would note Joffy's attitude to people. For example, if Joffy was wary of somebody, then the person was probably anxious. Joffy became an important part of the famous doctor's therapy sessions. She could time the 50 minutes devoted to each person all by herself. As soon as it was up, she'd head for the door without any need for a watch. All pets help us feel better. They can reduce stress, anxiety and depression, ease loneliness. And certainly Mildred is keeping me active. We play ball in the garden, which I think I enjoy more than she does. After about 20 minutes, she usually gives me a look which says, Surely that's enough. Uh, we now know that playing with a dog or cat elevates our levels of serotonin and dopamine, which calms and relaxes us. It is possible there are no dogs ploughing through snow at the moment to save us all, but they're doing their bit. And I salute them. How's that, Mildred? Hmm? Mildred? Sleeping? Seriously? Well, oh, everyone's a critic. Take care. Be kind. Oh, and Mildred wanted me to remind you all, we will get past this. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.